Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 378 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. And this question was sent by May. And May writes, I was working on BWV605 and BWV613 yesterday. I find it quite challenging to bring out the melody of BWV613 and other similar compositions by Bach in the Orgel book line. For example, 606, 623, 630 and uh, others. So, Osha... We have just checked what those pieces are, right? And uh, it appears they all have uh, some things in common. Sure. They all have quite a thick texture. Most of them are written for organo registration and then are played on one manual with a pedal. And usually the Cantus Firmus or Nova Choral tune is in the soprano, but but it's not alone on the you know uh, soprano clef. Mm-hmm. Not to be played on a separate manual. That's right. It's it's not like you know ornamented choral, for example, like Schmuckedich or something like this. Well, since in organ we don't have that cap- capability, you know, of playing louder and softer on the same manual at the same time. Unless it's the divided keyboard, but it's another matter completely. It's not a piano that, you know, we could sort of put more emphasis on that solo voice, Mm -hmm. upper voice. So what can we do actually is to articulate everything as it should be. And since in most of these cases that... uh, melody is written in the longer note values and in the upper voice you will still be able to hear it and if, if you know there is no other way to project it only you know to articulate everything and listen to that upper voice mm-hmm. maybe try to sing it because we listen from the recording obviously it's not so profound as in the, uh, let's say, ornamented choral versions, 
but you can still hear it quite clearly. Mm -hmm. And uh, the way it is constructed is that uh, the lower three voices basically talk to each other, imitate themselves based on one particular figure. And that figure could be based on on some rhetorical symbol or on the maybe choral motive from the choral, from the excerpt of the choral. And uh, so the bottom three voices, sometimes the inner two voices like alto and tenor imitate themselves and the pedals have something else because they, they usually are moving in slower note values, but not always. Sometimes all three parts in the in the bottom they imitate themselves while soprano plays the tune in larger note values and from time to time joins in imitations uh, with the lower three parts too. So I guess you know that uh, Cantus Firmus might not be heard as as good as it should if you will not articulate other voices that are in the smaller note values. Mm -hmm. This is very important. Because if you will play everything legato or almost legato, then yes, definitely you will not be able to hear the melody. Mm -hmm. So just observe the general rules of uh, Baroque articulation, which we call um, uh, articulate legato. And or ordinary touch, probably, too. Yes, this was... This is how it was called back in the day. And what we mean probably is to try to play the top notes with one finger, top melody with one finger, as legato as possible, but not connected, obviously, and not too choppy. Make it sing. And then imitate the same thing, same articulation, with normal fingering, with fingers that you use in the piece. And then you will have ideal articulation, and this is how you will bring out the melody. Yes, and don't forget that, you know, that rules that you are applying for the top voice, you need to apply for other voices as well. Yes, sometimes we observed our students make this mistake, uh, that they pay attention to the soprano only and middle voices and even the the pedals get slurred too much and that way you will really lose the you know, sense of the melody and the best way I know to solve this problem is probably to start working on solo voices first not jump into four part texture right away but start practicing soprano, alto, tenor and pedals separately and then work on two-part combinations once, only, once you are ready and then three-part combinations after that and uh, after uh, 14 combinations you will have uh, reached the level when you can play all four parts correctly with desired articulation and understanding what's going on in the middle parts as well. Oh, that's right. Great question, right? Uh, that may sense. And please send us more of your questions. We love helping you grow. This was Vidas. And Osha. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.
This blog is supported by Total Organist, the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, the sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vida thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and... 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.